Hi, kids. <laughs> this is Krusty, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast with your host, Rob Crother. How much are you getting paid for this? That's it? Uh Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special, I guess what we would call Lifeline episode of the Bob Culture Podcast. Really excited for this one, you know. We've been trying to entertain everybody with these watch-alongs, these wrestling reviews, our interviews, and we'll still continue to do that. But I wanted to get real for a minute, you know, things are getting very real. I see my friends making masks, I see my friends on the front lines, Um, I see people going through so many things. So I wanted to provide some lifelines, since I'm so fortunate to have so many lifelines in my life, whether they be... um, first responders, the clergy, uh, psychologists, and I hope to bring some more of these people to you guys over the next couple podcasts. Uh, So I'm so excited for this one. First, let me introduce my co-host, hashtag wrestlers love, Mr. Chris Nunez, the goodest brother. What's up, Mr. Chris Nunez? How are you, bro? What's going on, guys? How's it going? Doing good. You staying safe over there, man? Trying to. Just trying to stay positive. That's right, yeah, and that's, that's what we're going to do, stay positive, we're going to beat this thing, and uh, I'm super excited. Now, he does go here, as uh, Bianca Belair does say, that's another wrestling reference, but uh, you know him as the anti-smark on our show, but I'm so happy to welcome him now for some real talk, and that is a police officer in Monmouth County for over 15 years, and that's our good friend, Mr. Matt Wittes. What's up, bro? How are you? Hey, how you feeling, brother? So far, so good, man. You know, usually it's it's wrestling talk, but, uh, you know, we want to do some real talk, help some people here on the Bob Culture Podcast, and I appreciate you coming on. How are you guys doing over there? Oh, we're, we're doing pretty good right now over at, uh, over at the Wittish household. So good, yeah, and there's probably some good food cooking up over there. We miss hanging out with there's you. There's definitely good food, I, I guarantee that. I miss that brisket, man. Best I ever had. This time last year, we were all t- tailgating at WrestleMania, eating the the best brisket ever with some JR's official barbecue sauce. So there's your shameless plug already. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. But let's get to some real talk. Um, so obviously, Matt, you're on the front lines of these things. What's it like for you guys in the force right now dealing with this? Pretty much it. You know, it, it varies You know, for, for all your listeners out there. You know, I, I work in Monmouth County, New Jersey. Uh we are a densely populated state, so the numbers climbed very quickly. And we got a, we're also an area that has a huge influx of seasonal residents. And a lot of them came early. And we've all said, you know, nobody, uh, nobody blames them for a second. You know, if I was, if I had a residence here and a residence in Florida where they really weren't doing a whole lot, they weren't shutting things down as quick as other parts of the country yeah. wouldn't mind coming up here if I was living in a place even more densely populated you know in a major city but that that's one of the unique things that, that we're dealing with all, all of your first responders uh, your police uh, your firemen especially your EMTs our life everybody's life has drastically changed from what's going on ours even more so because people are working extra hours extra shifts uh some a lot less. You know, some people are being, because of what they do for a living, uh, just like all our healthcare workers, they're basically quarantined from their families, some at the behest of their employers and some 
you know, it's self-initiated. It's crazy, man. Some people are going two weeks at a time without, uh, you know, just Skyping their family dinners at night. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's really super crazy, man. And you know, first of all, thank you, man. First of all, thank you so much. Um, yes. You know, uh, round of applause. Yeah, yeah please. So yeah, much. round of applause for our, our boy here doing doing a great job, doing great things, man. You've always been there for me. You always uh, you always have a way of uh, you have a way with words in your writing and and giving right. me advice. You you've really been able to help me wrap my head around certain situations with some of your advice, and I appreciate that, man. Real quick, I'll shoot it over to you in a minute, Nunez. Real quick, I wanted to ask you this, Matt. How is everyone doing like in terms of like, so I have uh, students and their parents, two, two separate families, uh, their parents are firefighters. And in both of those families, the whole family has contracted uh, COVID-19 and uh, become sick. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's the first responder families and it's just uh, everyone's doing well. The kids are surprisingly not unaffected, but just... Uh, not as affected. I think a lot of people are comparing it to like a chicken pox kind of situation. It's like better when you're younger kind of a thing, um, which is great. I'm glad it's not affecting the kids as much, but again, it, it could be anyone and it's crazy times right now. What are you seeing right now, Matt, in, in terms of like uh, first responders, maybe people that you're working with, maybe not directly, but uh, what's what's kind of like the morale? What's the vibe right now? Uh, the vibe right now is... It's uncharted waters. Yeah. You know, we've, we've never been in a situation like this as a society. And being the, you know, the seatbelt of society, the first responders are, you know, we haven't seen this either. Um, it's like contagion or, yeah. It, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I worked, uh, you know, the aftermath of Superstorm Sandy and, it was similar that everybody was put on these these new and different shifts to try and cover as much as possible. We had National Guard out there with us. Um, officers from all around the country were coming to help out in this area. But this is something completely different. This is something where we don't really have a, a timetable um, as far as progress being made. Um it's not as visible. You know, we can watch the numbers go up and down on the screen. You know, when we're watching, uh, we're watching the news at night, but nobody really knows in, until we know when things are going to go back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. And you know, this is a lot of real talk here. I don't want everyone to get super bummed. I feel like we're, we're getting super bummed yeah. here, but it's very real. And like you said, Matt, it's, it's uncharted territory right now. On. It's crazy, Matt. Um, so let, let's do some, let's do a little positive stuff, uh, right now. Nunez, I'm going to throw it over to you. I know you got a question for Matt. Oh yeah. Well, uh, we'll get back to some real talk in a little bit. Um, just want to rewind it a little bit, uh, with, uh, Matt, uh, how'd you get to become a police officer? Is it something that you, is it like a childhood dream? Like what, what made you decide to become a police officer? I kind of fell down the stairs and landed on my feet with this one. Uh, <laughs> no, I, there it is. As a kid, like everybody else, you know, uh, Superman, the Lone Ranger, you kind of see this, uh, there you, go. you know, that this, you know, King Arthur type archetype that you, uh, that you see and you get into and you, you believe in that throughout your whole life. And then, uh, I went away to college and 
right around my seventh semester, I started realizing, man, I do not want to do what I came here for. Uh, came home, worked in the family business, uh, started working at a gym, and had fun. But I needed something to do with my life. And that's when you know, I started looking into taking the test. Um, you know, New Jersey has uh, the, uh, the Department of Personnel, has their civil service exam. Uh, they do every year. I took it, and then I sat and played the waiting game, you know, did other stuff. And then I got the call. Um, a lot of the people who were involved in my hiring process uh, like to joke that I made it through on the skin of my teeth, but I, I made it in. And <laughs> as long as you made it. And, and it's been good to me so far. I've been gainfully employed for 15 years, which not everybody can say. Uh, exactly. That's amazing. You know, I've, I've gotten to see and do some, some pretty wild things. Uh, not all of them all that pleasant. Um, I bet, yeah. Some of them absolutely hilarious, usually at my expense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I met my wife on this job. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Hey. yeah, shout to the missus. Um, yep. But a uh, smart man, by the way, on that one. <laughs> but basically, keep it, keep it a little bit more positive here. Not to put you on the spot or anything, man, but just thinking any um, any like real positive or, or – I mean, I know you said there were some funny experiences, but any like real – and I'm sure there's tons of rewarding experiences, but any like sort of positive – and you're not one to brag, I know this, but any sort of like positive experiences that, that stand out to you? Do you know what? The first thing that comes to mind is just what's going on right now is – Okay. Just the the, the sort of uh, spirit of of brotherhood and sharing that is going on amongst you know everybody who's out there. This this you know the quote unquote essential workers or essential employees. They're out there doing what they have to do. Um, a lot of the uh, yeah, a lot of the first responder unions are getting together, pulling their money, and then dropping off, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 pizzas at their local medical centers. Uh, Stralo's uh, Lighthouse Ice Cream, that's uh, known in the area franchise, uh, they stopped by um, my place of work and put a chest freezer out there, said, hey, guys, wow, you know, that's amazing. help yourselves, and there was ice cream cups in there. And, and the guys who were working one shift were nice enough to leave some for the next shift. That's uh, that's not oh, always wow. a job. <laughs> yeah, that's a job that happens. Yeah, that's... First shift, if there's food, you don't get any if you're in second shift. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I hear when Matt brings in his uh, homemade brisket. That's what I hear. It disappears like that. There's, there's none left for anybody. I, I, always, I always make sure to keep a, a pretty measured uh, portions out there. I try to do it out of sliders or... Or what have you? Yeah, oh, smart man, put putting some thought into that. And I'm trying to remember. I did, there was, so there. I know you don't like to brag, man, but I think there was a Facebook post. I'm trying to remember. Was it, it was like so? It was like a kid that was like kind of infatuated with you being a cop, and uh, I guess you showed him around the car or something. What was it? Something along the lines of that? Or am I totally off base here? Do you know what? Uh, one of the things that because I live in the town I work, I, I stop by and I, you know. My my kids are at the bus stop like everybody else's 
in town. And, you know, when you get out, out on the street, you stop by and make sure everything's fine where they are. The, the one kid in the neighborhood just, like, sitting there looking at my police car, and she says, I always wanted to see the inside of a police car. Aww. I'm like, well, here we go. And... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I kept it. I, I kept it in the front seat. Uh, but <laughs> I have to have a police car. Wow, that's that's weird. Yes, yeah, she she wanted to see it. I you know let her sit in the sit in the front seat and kind of showed her what all the different buttons did. Kind of jealous. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. How come we never? Yeah, exactly. We don't ever get to do that. <laughs> it's because Matt, yeah, Matt is a little bit more. Because I trust the kid's judgment a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Matt yeah, is. I can't, can't, I can't believe you on that one. Matt is way way smarter than that man. And and but hashtag superhero man. Like good for you. Uh, it's the well, little I'll, things. I'll tell you the story about when I, the first time I took Vac to the range, or was going to take him to the to the shooting range. Sometime. I'll tell you that story later. Oh, okay. Are we getting in this one, or is this off air? Off air content. Oh, that is an off air. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Oh, but be shout- even better. Sorry, guys. We'll, we'll give a shout to. Uh, we'll give a shout to the Vac Attack. Uh, of course. Yeah. One back, of the back. one of the pillars of the BCP. All right. Well, good for you, man. And and again, round of applause for our good friend on the front lines, man. It's good to see that you know you're in good spirits, all things considered. So basically, I guess right now it's back to the real talk. Say someone kind of comes down with this thing or thinks they have it. What's the next step? What do I what do I do if if me or a family member or someone I'm living with uh, gets sick? How do I go about this? Uh, and and I'm not going to uh, pretend that I'm a healthcare professional here. Oh, okay. Uh, mostly, this is something that is going to be yeah taken care of. You know where you are. Um, it's a viral infection. There's not a whole lot of treatment that can be done. If you start exhibiting symptoms, uh, there are testing facilities. Um, they have one set up at the PNC Art Center. Uh, they're starting to move to other locations. More tests are coming in. More people are going to be able to be tested. Um, again, essential workers, essential employees. Okay. Are the ones that they're they're going to first? Okay. Uh, pretty much, if you do, do what you're supposed to be doing the whole time, and stay the hell home. Yeah. Uh, stay home. Stay out of contact. You know, let people in your circle know, um, and have some sort of a plan of. You know, quarantine within quarantine. Uh, right now, uh, because I have a you know a bathroom off of our off of the master bedroom in our house, the wife and I figure, oh, anybody, one of us ends up exhibiting symptoms or you know swabs positive or either of these things. Yeah, you're in there. Yeah. You're in there, and you know you're lucky if the other one doesn't tape off the door. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. And, yeah, because yeah, that's it, and I mean that 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 has been the name of the game. Let people know if you start developing strong symptoms, like you're starting to feel real labored breathing, where you think it's going to be a problem. Uh, you believe you need hospitalization. If you're calling, uh, yeah, if you're calling emergency services, your local first aid squad, whoever. Uh, let them know on the phone what you've got. Um, a lot of them are ta- t- 
taking universal precautions with masks and gloves everywhere they go. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that could be the difference between a Tyvek suit and a respirator versus, you know, a face mask and gloves. And yeah, th- these people, they, they deserve the chance to take every precaution they can. Yeah, there are, there are limited resources out there. Uh, during the peak times, they might be responding right now in some places, you know, in, in a full suit to every call. Uh, some places, they don't have a suit for everybody. So if it's limited resources, let them know when they need it. Very well said, man. Yeah, um, it's crazy times right now, but absolutely. And when, um, you know, we, we always kind of talk about this, but like when should people, just in general, not not just for this uh, specifically, but when should people kind of call, make those 911 calls and wh- when shouldn't they? I, I know you were kind of talking about some stuff with like the blizzards and stuff like that in the past. What's kind of like the line here? Uh, the, the line here is uh, one uh risk to your own or somebody else's safety um that that's the first thing always do we we constantly end up getting a call from somebody and it's 20 minutes to 40 minutes after an incident and oh well now we you know we didn't think it was this serious but you know steve's lost a lot of blood and like well okay well then definitely First inkling, you know, get start calling somebody, um, and of course, any time that you you witness or you believe a, you know an actual crime has been committed, uh, that that's when you would call us. A lot of times, we're there as a preventive measure. We see this a lot. You know, call the police because the argument's starting to get out of hand, and let's stop it before. It, it it gets worse or it turns into something. Yeah, it in the bud, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we and it, you know it's crazy right now. Like you said, like stay inside, like stay home. Like it's the best way to beat this thing. And like I do see, like every day, man. Like I could go across the street and shoot basketball and get some exercise every day. And I would love to, man. But I'm just like, you know what? Stick to the plan. You know, just like stay inside. And I have, man, for like as much as I could. Like I'm ordering my food online. I'm having stuff delivered. I'm just like, I'm just like just stay home dudes like i want to go like everyone wants to get out like i'm dying i want to go shoot basketball across the street there's a hoop right there but like i'm not even going to do that you know and and i know again like get exercise stay six feet apart what's kind of your outlook on this matt like what's got you know like is it just the typical wash your hands like go for a walk that's cool but stay six feet apart like what's kind of your your stance on this um my stance is do what you have to do to stay sane but err on the side of caution. You know, that, yeah. that, that's it. In reason, yeah. Yeah, if you can, if you can make it without having contact with with people outside of your household, and I, I don't mean, you know, don't call or, you know, play online games or wave to your neighbors. I don't mean no contact with that. But like I said, if if you can stay. 20 feet away the better um mm-hmm. wow. if, if, if you can if you can stay you know in your in your house in your yard and have minimal contact with people that is your safer bet yeah um i live right next door to my parents um and and 
my kids are like saying hi to their their Grammy and Papa over you know over the fence. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's probably killing them because it's you know home improvement killing all of us. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like uh, Wilson. Wilson from yeah. Home Improvement. Yeah. Hi ho, neighbor. Yeah. My my kids have regular contact with them, but for three weeks they haven't gotten a hug. Aww. So yeah. and every yeah they're handling it probably better than the rest of us because they don't they they don't catch the full gravity of what's going on but yeah Yeah, exactly yeah it's 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 crazy kids have the attention span to goldfish too so (laughs) (laughs) wow that's crazy and it it is crazy times right now and um you know it's it's like you said uncharted territory like you know there's a timetable but there really isn't and like we you know we just got to do our best to kind of like follow the rules and and uh, do our best and now matt i wanted to address this like i, I saw again this is stuff you see online and read on facebook and i do have people legit coming on who who specialize in this um people who are authors and marriage counselors so they will be addressing this a little bit more in depth but like are we seeing a little bit of a rise in, in and i hate to say like domestic violence and things like that but i saw something like people were getting in a fight over like a toilet paper roll in their home, like not even at the stores or anything like that. It's, it's crazy. Are you kind of seeing more stuff like that? Or are you concerned? Uh, and I will have marriage counselors and stuff like that on her. Are you concerned about things like that? Uh, well, we've certainly been prepared. It, it certainly wouldn't surprise us. Um, we always say, you know, holidays can potentially be the worst days that we can be working because, you know, here's the person in your family that you try to avoid, but now they're you can't avoid them because you're you're stuck you're the in the, there. <laughs> yeah, you're you're stuck there, and a lot of times alcohol's involved. Uh, but, but no, um, when this first started breaking down, uh, we we didn't see any rise where I work immediately. Um, again, I have been on a on a, a professional quarantine for about a week now. So if that's changed, uh, as, as far as the whole shutdown, like when they shut down the schools, when they did everything else, um, I only worked for a few days through that. Um, you know, this time next week, I'll have a much better, uh, a much better picture of what's going on. But so far, I mean, you thought of it. So it's certainly, it's certainly feasible. That yeah. sort of thing coming, that sort of thing happening. Yeah, and I do, and luckily I do have people, you know, that obviously are prepared for that kind of thing and, and can talk about that and we'll have tips for, you know, coming up on the podcast, Shameless Promo, but also to help you guys um, deal with that sort of thing. If, if you're quarantined with someone too long or something like that, um, you know, maybe healthy exercises, healthy communication tools and things like that. Um, so we'll have some people on for that. And um, like we said, like crazy times, uncharted territories right now, Matt, um, you know, they're saying this week is the hump, you know, we're getting over the hump and, and, you know, flattening the curve and all that kind of stuff, which I really hope is the case and, and we find to be true. Uh, with any luck, that's what it is. Yep. With any luck, that that's what's going on because it's, yeah, it, it has not been fun for anybody, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, and 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 obviously we're we're praying and sending good vibes for to anybody who need who needs it. I know it's it's hit home for a lot of us already. Um, oh yeah. Uh, absolutely and uh matt before we get out of here man and thank you so much for taking the time thank you for what you do uh just any 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 parting words or any sort of uh 
advice or just kind of no pun intended want to lay down the law here and just kind of tell people uh something <laughs> you like uh, that you one know, it, it's it's become a piece of uh, it's become a meme it's become a, a piece of pop art but you know back in the days of, i forget if it's world war one or world war two uh, there were posters up at you know in the, the subways and on the city streets uh they said Keep calm and carry on. There you go. And wow, that that's really what we what we've got to do. We have to buckle down. This is uh, you know you've got one class left, and you need a really good grade to graduate. <laughs> you know what you have to do. You just have to buckle down and do it. Um, wow. We all we, we we all know what we're supposed to be doing. If everybody does it that this goes by quicker and easier. Um, I, I know people personally who have been lost to this already. Ugh. Um, yeah, and, and, and you're probably, you're probably a lot less than six degrees of separation from that, no matter who you are, where you are right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this is probably a two degree or right now. Crazy, crazy. Do, do what you got to do. You know, follow the advice. You know, it's it's not like you, you see a million uh, things people posting conspiracy theories or whatever else. This is, you know, it, they they didn't start up the five G network so that the government could take away your autonomy <laughs> and, and make you stay inside and play video games all day. They did not do that. Uh, <laughs> I got you, man. So, and do you know what? Well, if there's, if you even believe it's a 50-50 chance between that and what I'm telling you and what, what you're seeing on TV and what all the health professionals tell you, I would go with a 50% that's safer. Yeah, man. That's true. I like what, so, I like what you said. So keep though. calm, carry on, wash your hands. Boom. We'll leave it at that, man. And thank you for saying that, man. A little bit of hope at the end of the, this very real talk. Um, you know, uh, Matt, we, we hope to be hanging with you soon. You know, I know we did WrestleMania over Zoom, and that was a ton of fun. But I, I'm not going to lie. I missed that brisket. So much fun. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait till I see you guys and we hang out. And it's going to – I mean, it's already been a love fest. Let's let's be honest here. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's call it like it is. But, uh, you know, big, hub, big hugs when I see you guys. And uh, – there will probably be a lot of barbecue involved, probably a lot of wrestling. Oh, there's going to be barbecue. Oh, man. There well, will be cornbread. I'm holding you to that now. So this, oh, now. There will be. Yes, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for a few minutes. Stay safe. Thank you for all you do, brother. You got it. Yeah, thanks. Right. Appreciate it.